Okay, we're back again. It's uh, time for another episode. It's been a minute, as per usual. Um, been busy. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Um, yeah, this is probably the coldest cold open you've ever heard. <laughs> um, but uh, let's let's uh, let's get into some topics, guys. Hello and welcome to the queue. I am your host, Quentin Oro Nerd, as you should know me by now. Hello, how's everybody's day been? How you doing? How's your month to three months been? Has it been that long? It's been a while. Um, last upload was like April? No, it was before April, I think. Um, why? Uh, many reasons. Um, too many reasons to really name them all and to give you too many excuses means nothing. Um, you can probably hear in the background Murphy is playing with a toy. Um, as has been the background music of my life for the last few months. <laughs> he's got squeaky toys. He's got uh, whatever this pickle thing is with that sound effect that you might be hearing. Uh, and lots of running around. Uh, it's a good time. I enjoy it. Uh, anyways, so if you hear that, um, not saying that I'm sorry, but just to make you aware of what that sound is, that's what's going on. Murphy is in the room and needs his presence to be known. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... I mean, up front, first and foremost, we moved, um, which I think, believe I talked about in the most recent episode, correct? I was talking about moving. I don't know if we had ever said where we were moving to or how we were moving, or if we were talking about buying a house. Um, just to clarify, in case that has been uh, not fully explained, um, we ended up not being able to get a loan because we didn't have enough credit history. We now have enough credit history, but we're now locked into a house for the next year. Um, well, probably two years um, because we're getting married next year. Um, again, I don't know if I've said that or not, but we are getting married. I'm still not 100% sure on the date, but when those go out, the saved dates go out, uh, I will update the podcast uh, because I want those saved dates to go out first so that people can, uh, you know, see it at the same time, um, that kind of thing. So, yes, getting married next year, which means we're planning on not moving for two years from this location because we'd be moving out about around the time we would want to be having a wedding slash spending a lot of money for the wedding and honeymoon after. So, lots of reasons to stay here where we are currently. So, it's unfortunate that it ended the way it did, you know. Uh, we really liked the place in Casey, but it was just too much of a drive, way too much money, especially with gas prices going up um, and inflation with everything else in general and our economy right now. It has made absolutely no sense for either myself or Boston to be living in Casey when I worked in Sullivan and she's going to be working in Carl. Uh, also, she's working in Greenup, so Charleston just makes sense to just move here. It's the same distance from Casey to, to Greenup as it is Greenup to Charleston. So, moving this way allowed for me to have a lot shorter of a drive, as well as improves her drive once she moves over to Carl here uh, in about a month, I want to say. Once she, get her, you know, once she gets her license officially uh, sent to her. So, that's exciting stuff. Very interesting things happening there. Um, so yeah, we're here at a duplex in Charleston, not going to give you the address or anything like that, but we do have four bedroom, two bathroom duplex, uh, with two living rooms. So that's a lot of space. I don't know the exact math on how big the place is, but we have an upstairs office, which is where I'm at currently. Um, we have a downstairs bedroom and then we have two empty rooms as well, which we're going to be filling up with a few different things that we have in mind, but we're really taking our time to fill things up. We're not trying to spend exuberant amount of money off the rip of living here because 
we kind of want to, uh, you know, spend the money on a wedding and a honeymoon, and we don't really need to fill out those two rooms yet. So they're mostly just both holding things in them. So like uh, the upstairs one just has boxes of things that we haven't exactly decided if we wanted to keep or wanted to decorate with or not, but most likely we're going to end up selling a lot of the stuff that's in there. And then what's downstairs is just some box springs. So when we get a full-sized, uh, king-sized bed frame, sorry, a king-sized bed frame that we really like, we can then put the box springs in there, we're good to go. Um, it's just part of the deal, the bundle that we got when we bought the bed that it came with box springs. We don't need them right now with our current box spring or with our current uh, bed frame, but in the future we have. So it's good stuff there. Now, talking about the house, um, we don't have to do the yard, so that's nice. We have a guy that comes and he mows it, so I no longer have to do yard work, which is kind of unfortunate because I did like doing that. That was a fun uh, thing to have on a Sunday to do, but it's also nice that I don't have to do it <laughs> for the next two years. So, uh, yeah, I will be taking a break from that, so that's, that's nice. It allows me more time to do other things like sit around and do nothing. Um, think about uh, plans for the future, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. So, you know, all these things are, we're working on decorating the place and getting it worked up and ready to go. We uh, ended up not having a moving in party just because we didn't really need to do that uh, because we have enough stuff and we aren't really sure how we wanted to make the place look. So we didn't want to invite people over, you know, Murph, it's all right, dude. Um, so yeah, we haven't done that yet. I don't know if we will do that by the end of the summer. I'm not sure, but if you get invited, then we did, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty much the main reason why I haven't recorded. Um, not for lack of trying either. I didn't really attempt to have had like a few different times to record, but I've just felt not necessarily tired or burnt out on this, but just in general, it's like, I don't really feel like talking about anything. I'd rather just sit down and relax because of all the moving and all the stuff that we've been doing recently. So um, that is the reason why <laughs> I haven't posted in a while. Um, but that has given me a lot of time to think about what I want to do both here on the podcast and also on my YouTube channel, which I really do have, uh, plans on coming to, I know I talked about around this time, um, not last year, but like doing stuff right now for my YouTube channel. Um, I, I remember talking about that and those plans are still there. Um, I have plenty of time to work on them. They have no reason to be rushed. So I just haven't done that yet but I do have plenty of good ideas and plans and things that I would like to uh, get rolling, I think is the best way to say that. So expect to see some of that eventually. Um, got some new games to play. I got some new content ideas. I got some IRL stuff I'd like to do um, and some other crossover things with other channels and things of that nature. Um, I, yeah, I just got a lot of that floating around. And then also some new uh, concepts, not really new, because I've kind of talked about, uh, you know, my home lab and networking and all of that stuff. Um, but I'd really like to dedicate uh, some stuff from my YouTube channel of making like tutorials and how to's and um, explainers on things um, just because I find them interesting. And also it's a nice backlog for myself to look back on uh, in the future to kind of see like where I was at um, in my IT career, you know. Um, so I'm not going to really get too deep into that in this episode because I'm sure I've talked about it before all the the home home networking equipment that I've used and all the services and software that I run and all the servers that I'm doing. Um, the only things I'd like to uh, bring to light are my Minecraft servers. Um, so I've moved over to a new type of way to host Minecraft server, which is important to you guys. Not going to bog down the podcast with that. 
um, but we are officially in 119 and we actually have a few different servers um, so we have a traditional uh, SMP which everybody's playing on uh, you know doing all of the SMP Minecraft stuff with 119 the warden battles and all that junk um, and then I also have a test server for testing new plugins and new ideas and new concepts uh, I have a hardcore server which is just on the latest version of Minecraft updates whenever they, there's a new server version so that one says up to date is possible um and it wipes monthly so that people can still come back to it if they die but it's not like a super serious like this is where everybody's grinding their time into um and then of course we have a uh, skyblock server which a couple people just wanted to play for a little bit while they're waiting on 119 um that i've just ported over to 19 in case they continue to want to play on there so i have a few different minecraft servers being built out um i built out the dns um, domains, you know, for all of the, uh, you know, how to connect to a Minecraft server. Um, instead of typing an IP address and then a port at the end of it, I can just give them a uh, URL, so to speak. So like skyblock.anarchygg.org gets them to the Skyblock server and same thing with SMP and same thing with latest and same thing with test. Um, all of those are routed through a name instead of an IP address and a uh, port attached to it just to make it simpler for people to connect to and remember what servers they're on. Uh, because they know smp.anarchygg.org is the SMP server. They don't have to know my IP address and then what port that's on because that's just too confusing um, and is arbitrary to whatever I want to put the port on. It's not a consistent IP uh, port. So, routing port, sorry, to specify that. So, yeah, that's uh, an updated thing there for some of the stuff that I'm hosting on my network. Um, yeah, not much else really. I got um, a few ideas for new computer like I've talked about. I'm working on building out a NAS for network storage for my um, Jellyfin server for watching uh, at home media, which just I'm I believe I have all the pieces except for DDR4 RAM, which is kind of annoying to come by right now. I have about 256 gigabytes worth of DDR3 RAM that just doesn't fit in the motherboard, and I don't have a chip for the motherboard that does support the old ram so <laughs> yeah it's a bit rough uh, at the moment on that build but it's all pieces and parts that i'm collected from people over the years that i'm just throwing together as a nas um just to kind of test the software less about um actually using it in production kind of thing so um that's that's those projects done and cleared up i guess <laughs> um yeah those are that's the main stuff happening there main stuff happening with my house and my living situation um i don't know if i've talked about it but i fixed my car the brakes are now fixed so that's good i can finally actually drive my vehicle places and actually use the hybrid system um and actually you know save money on gas <laughs> um so that pretty much just leads me into talking about uh what i'm doing this weekend and into next week so next week, which I mean is the week that you're hearing this, um, I will be in Nashville with family vacation. It's actually um, the first of many because my family, now that we're all grown and old and adults, we all decided that, you know, it's not really worth buying everybody $25 worth of Christmas gifts when we can just go on a fun trip or do something fun for a week together um, at some point throughout the year. So instead of spending $500 between each other um, for knickknack things that we could have just bought ourselves anyways, we decided why don't we just do an experience instead. So the first one is actually going to Nashville, which was Boston's idea and Boston's plan. Um, we all voted, we all had different ideas, and then we voted on what to do, and uh, Boston's won. 
And so we're going to Nashville. We're going to visit all the tourist stuff. We're going to see all the places. We have an Airbnb. We're going to do some other things like that. That's um, going to be pretty exciting. Um, so when I get back from there, I will. I plan on recording an episode. Um, I don't know if it'll happen on the weekend before I get back. So I may not have one out for like a week after. So it'll be two weeks for you guys. But you're used to that at this point, right? <laughs> Me not being consistent on uploading. That's fine. It's fine for everybody. So yeah that's exciting um don't know exactly what we're doing i don't know the full itinerary of what we're doing down there but we are visiting so i'm i mean i'm interested in seeing what's going on there and uh kind of traveling a bit um because that's in the grander scheme of travel that i would like to do with the rest of my life um I've been thinking about it quite a bit for a while now of what I want to do for the rest of my life and where I want to be in 10 to 15 years. You know, um, I'd like to have a kid, you know, at least one, if not more, um, obviously be married. I'll be married next year. So we're good there. Um, I'd like to build a house in the next five years, um, to allow for all of how I want to do my networking and how I want to build a home network. I want to be able to build my house to that specification, um, and so that's another thing on the list of things I would like to do. And then, and you know, the grand scope of, uh, when, I'm, you know, 18 years from now, um, you know, when our child's 18 or, you know, things like that, um, that we would be able to move, you know, out of the country, um, which is in part to do with, I want to travel the world just in general. I'd like to see other cultures as I've, you know, grown older, I've seen YouTube videos and live streams and stuff of people going places, and I've just been more and more interested in history. And I've realized that, you know, America kind of just sucks <laughs> in the grand scheme of history and kind of where they're like leading towards for the future. Um, this place is not great. And it's been built off of toxic white male supremacy. Um, and it just feels gross. I mean, that's uh, obviously it's the thing that's happened throughout the entirety of the world, honestly. Um, Asia to the lesser extent, same thing with Africa, but Africa was like tarnished by the white British man coming and taking people as slaves and taking them to America. Um, I think South America is probably fine. I don't know much about it, but um, a lot of, uh, you know, European countries, it's, it is a lot of white people and it is the, my ancestors, um, but the culture isn't still that. Um, they've definitely moved on from their... Um, less than ideal beginnings, but America is kind of very hard, hard set on sticking to air quote tradition um, when it's something super toxic and anti-humanistic um, agendas. It's just it's a terrible place um, for that, for the ideology wise. Um, and of course, you know, also all the things to do with um, Black Lives Matter and defunding police officers and things of that nature and also Roe versus Wade being, you know, overturned. It's just a bad look all around for the United States right now. And it's really led me to believe that it's not a bad thing to move away from the country um, because this is the, this is the land of the free and the whole ideology that there should be of the United States is a place that is accepting of everybody and is somewhere you want to live. Um, and the more I've thought about that, the more of like, I don't really want to live here, especially in, during this time. Um, and the main place that I've really stuck on is Italy, which I don't 100% know why. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it's the great weather, um, great food, as far as I'm aware, um, as well as 
just the beautiful architecture, the deep ancient history that's involved with Italy in general um, is just very interesting to me. And I think it'd be nice to immerse myself in that uh, that life, even if it was just for a while. Um, because, you know, if I have enough money to just move to Italy, that means I make enough money to just move back. <laughs> um, so it's something that I would like to both experience as a, um, a vacation and also maybe even like a residency of some kind. Um, I've, you know, I've thought about a lot of different places that I would like to live and Italy's one that is stuck, um, for me anyways. I know that that's not the same, uh, the word I'm looking for, the same, Boston does not hold the same opinion. Um, but we're working on that. We'll, we'll figure out a solution there. I'm not saying that I will force her to go to <laughs> Italy, but it's something that we would discuss, um, in the future. So. And, you know, it's not a game changer for me. Like, it's not a uh, uh, not a career and a life-changing thing that if I can't go to Italy, that I would just leave and do it anyways. Um, it's definitely not something that would affect me like that. Um, I'm more than capable of living in the United States for the rest of my life. I can find the good things about America to live here. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um, that, is, that is the grand scheme of traveling. I would just love to, you know, go to Italy and maybe even live there that'd be great uh because it would be a lot of fun and i would uh i don't know if i would necessarily be happier there but it's worth the um worth it to experience something other than america and maybe you learn that hey america actually isn't as bad <laughs> but either way it's something that i would like to do so that's uh that's the main things that have been on my mind, you know, for, you know, for a while, honestly, and it's something that's intriguing and something that I believe is doable for myself. Um, not necessarily financially right now, but like I said, in like 15 to 18 years from now, it's hundred percent viable option, I think, in my opinion. Um, but that being said, we can get back on track with some, you know, financial things that I would like to discuss as well. So, you know, uh, I always keep saying that I'm going to have a financial like credit card informational episode uh, one of these days, but that day is not today. And the reason why is because, not that I'm very much in debt, but uh, I'm playing the game and the game costs a lot of money. Um, currently, I actually have, yeah, two credit cards in my name, uh, Big Lots and this one. Big Lots is for furniture and things like that. Um, just instead of paying all the cash up front, I got the Big Lots card because you actually get everything for cheaper through the big odds card as long as you pay it on time obviously um but have that and then i have my discover card which you all know about and understand and you know that i had that lemon increase and all that stuff um so those are all going really well but you know because of the big lots card i ended up uh going over on my apple card you know path to apple that i've been talking about the uh unsecured amount of money that i owed was higher than the minimum they wanted me to have which is only 500 dollars, which is absurdly low um most people float between 10, uh, what is it, like 900 to $5,000 generally. On average, that's what people float on across all their credit cards. So for me to have 700 between two credit cards was absolutely absurd that Apple was, yeah, you know, cutting back, not allowing me to actually have the Apple card. But the good news is that my application is good for, I want to say it was 12 months from July 1st. So I can still reapply when that, uh, when my overall uh, unsecured uh, loan amount or not loan amount but credit uh given out you know if i have a bill that's over 700 dollars, if i decrease that to lower than 500 dollars, i can reapply and pretty much get accepted immediately uh for the apple card so 
that being said, once I get the Apple card, then uh, I can start talking about the financial episode that I want to talk about uh, because that'll give me a lot of leg room and a lot of room to work with some money of substance because currently right now, um, spending money on a debit card is actually harming me <laughs> because not that it's costing more money for things, but it's reducing the, my ability to get a house. It's reducing my ability to um, get free things when I go on vacation or honeymoons and things of that nature um, with traveling. And it decreases my ability to, um, you know, both buy a car and other large purchases that uh, you generally just can't buy straight in cash. And also because I don't really actually make that much money to buy it all up front anyways, but it's something that I can technically afford to buy if things weren't priced uh, absurdly high because of inflation right now. <laughs> um, so to kind of break that down a little bit, what I mean is the reason why I want the Apple card is two reasons. One, to increase the amount of credit limit I can have across multiple cards. The Apple card can be used for Apple items, but it can also be used just as a regular credit card. Now you just don't get cash back or as much cash back, um, but you can still use it as a regular credit card. So between my Discovery card uh, and my Apple card, which I'm looking, I think I can get a $2,000 credit limit on there. Uh, that would give me about $3,800 between my two cards that I can actually spend however I choose to spend. Um, of course, I'm going to be starting off small, um, which is to say I'm going to be upgrading uh, a couple of my Apple products because you get a lot of that cash back um, and also the cash back, uh, you know, the bonuses for being a new member, all that stuff, trying to uh, get as much of that as possible as soon as possible um, to maximize my benefits. It's basically the whole point of why I'm doing that. Um, I do apologize for the loud squeaking. Murphy has now found one of his loud squeakers and he's very excited about it. <laughs> um, but the, that being said, you know, buying the Apple products allows me to start building the credit, uh, even getting a better credit score as well as building, uh, my rapport with Apple and, allows me to get better equipment. Like I need to get a new watch because my watch cannot be updated and is really broken with my AirPods right now. My AirPods are still Gen 1 from like seven years ago. They need to be upgraded as well. And I'd like to buy an iPad and I just don't have $700 free to just buy an iPad. Now I do have $100 every two weeks to buy an iPad so I can buy an iPad in three months, but that money doesn't just sit there. Uh, if that makes any sense. That money, if I have it, just gets spent. And even if I put it in a separate savings account, that's not actually building towards anything. Like if I just put it in a savings account, it's just going to actually lose percent over time because of inflation. <laughs> and the cost of the dollar actually goes down. So, or the value of the dollar goes down. So having it in savings is actually losing me money. Whereas if I just buy the Apple product with the $700 and then pay it off uh, before any of the percentage increases in price, um, you know, all of that stuff with the credit, how that works over there with the, uh, um, all of that. Uh, so being able to just buy it up front, that money is now spent and it's on a product that I need or want. Um, and then also gives me the credit score, um, boost and increase and minimum threshold of credit score. Um, so the, the, the money that I'm spending up front for this thing instead of sitting in a savings account for six months before I can afford to buy an iPad is now giving me all of the credit and all of the benefits and all of the, the points and the scores and the cash back up front and making me more money 
per se because it's giving me a better credit score which allows me to then get a better loan in the future for a house and a car and that such um so that's why i would like an apple card is because having the savings account is great i, I fully support putting money in a bank and forgetting about it until you're 90 years old but realistically speaking that's not going to happen for me right now because that money needs to be used to it's all right it's okay needs to be used to improve my situation my financial situation and my life situation uh, being able to buy a house sooner rather than later is a good thing. I mean, it's definitely a seller's market. Things are very expensive right now. And so I need to have a higher loan. But also I would like to just have a house because then things are more secured and safer and actually saves us about $600 a month if we owned a house instead of rented this duplex. So many, many good reasons to have a credit card not just because I want to spend money and buy things as a consumer and a, uh, you know, a consumer, uh, the world that we live in right now, an economic world of buy, buy, buy. That has nothing to do with it. That has absolutely zero reason why I'm buying this Apple product. The Apple product is just the awesome, fun byproduct of what I'm actually building for, which is improving my world situation, where I'm at right now in my life and the life of my wife and child soon. Um, so I'm trying to build those up as much as I can so that I can provide for them, myself, and our future. And has absolutely zero reason, has nothing to do with getting a new iPad. <laughs> if I would have just got a new iPad, I would have already bought it with you know the money that I have from crypto trading and stock market messing around that I've been doing recently or um, with my Discover card. I, I could have done that, but I need to min-max so that I get the most amount of value out of these things as possible. Hopefully that makes sense to anybody listening. Um, and hopefully that doesn't sound like me just um, coming up with an excuse <laughs> to have multiple credit cards and have debt, more or less, um, and me coping with debt, you know. <laughs> um, as that's not, that's not what I'm trying to do, you know. That's not where I'm at, and that's not why I'm here, that's not what I'm doing, and I understand the situation I'm in, and I'm going to benefit as much as I can from said benefit, you know, benefit from said situation as much as I possibly can, because it is a capitalist society. So if I'm going to live here in America, I need to play by those rules, which sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. And I'm very anti-capitalist and anti-consumer very much so, but it's the world I live in. So I may as well cash as much as I can in and then get out with as much gains as possible. Um, be as selfish as possible, so that I can live a better life in the future in a place that doesn't need that stuff. You know, doesn't need to be capitalistic, doesn't need to run the way America does. So it all ties in. It all makes sense. <laughs> this is all coming together, right? Now you're seeing a bigger picture of how I think and how I'm uh, building my life. Hopefully that uh, it, it's more clear to people that are kind of confused. Hopefully this all makes sense. And it all ties in quite well together, in my opinion. Um but that being said, you know, I I don't like making money. I don't like having a job, um, which is the major drawback for what's happening right now because I do like to spend money. Uh, I like to spend money on things that are important, but I do like to spend money and I dislike very much. I hate uh, working. I am not a working class citizen. Um, my mind does not care about working at all. I'm a great worker. 
And I know everybody that says, says that they hate working always says that as well, that they're a great worker and they're never the problem. But uh, I am here to say, and I do have a lot of people to back me up on that claim, that I am probably one of the greatest workers you could ever hire in any position because I do the job and I do it well because I want to have some kind of pride in what I'm doing, regardless of what it is. I could be a garbage man and I would find a way to be the best garbage man in the entire district because I want to enjoy what I'm doing. So I'm going to find a way to enjoy that. And generally that is by just doing it as good as possible. Um, <laughs> so, you know, working at the IGA for four years, it was very much I wanted to maximize my ability to stock shelves, fix things, repair things, make things better about the store, make the store look better, make this sure the store ran as well as it could. Um, working at the bank, I worked as hard as I could for uh, financial security and making sure people, uh, you know, followed the rules on that kind of stuff and maintained as much uptime as possible in our systems in order for people to continue banking. And I read a lot about uh, security vulnerabilities and issues that could apply to us and implemented fixes for those things. And now working at Metro, I'm doing as good of a job as I possibly can without understanding half of what I'm doing currently because it is such a brand new like concept to me. I mean, it is something that I learned last semester of college, but it's also something that was that was COVID and I was at home. So I didn't really, really get time with it, if that makes sense. Um, it's very hard to do advanced networking at home <laughs> because you just don't have the equipment to do that. Uh, so it was very difficult uh, just starting at Metro because it is something that I'm not 100% sure about, but I'm doing as much as I can to learn as much as I can to improve upon our network and improve our systems and building as good as I can because I find I, you know, I have pride in my work. So for me, I'm a good employee. I'm a good worker and I go very hard on the things that I want to go hard on. Um, and I just believe that I need to make as much money as possible. So I need to work as well as I can. So generally that only gets you so far working, uh, working over hundred percent doesn't equate to getting more than hundred percent pay. You're getting paid bare minimum. So you work bare minimum and the more you get paid, the more you work. Um, and as that increases, you increase, I mean, you slightly increase percentage faster than what your, uh, you know, your, what is that a raise? Yeah. Your raise is because you want to get your raises sooner. So you improve, you improve your productivity over time at a higher scale than, um, most so that you stand out to get more raises, which then allows you to continue to make more money. Um, but you know, the end goal for me is definitely never working ever again. <laughs> um, so Sorry, uh, I was reading something there. So, you know, it's something I don't want to do. I don't want to work for the rest of my life. Um, and I've had that sentiment for a long time, well before I worked at the IGA. It was, before, it was while I was working my first job, I realized, you know what? I don't like working. And after that place, you know, I was like, uh, maybe it's just the place I worked at. And then I worked at the IGA. I was like, I like working here. I just don't like working. Like, I like the people, I like the concept, I like the feeling of work, and I like the money, but I don't want to do this. You know, I don't want to be somebody else's lackey, or I don't want to be a machine and a cog. I don't want to be somebody that just does work day in and day out. I want to be somebody that can be creative and do things such as this as not a main thing, because I don't even want to do this as a job. 
<laughs> if I'm being completely honest, because I'm not consistent with this either. I don't want to work to make money. I just want to have money and be able to live my life however I want to live it and just do whatever I want to do. Whether that's sit around all day and watch Station 19 or whatever watching on TV that day, or it's playing video games all day, or it's building uh, home servers or, you know, home homespun servers that I'm building or reading about the newest network vulnerabilities or things like that, um, or traveling places and eating new foods and new things and trying new stuff. Um, that's what I would rather do, which I know that's everybody wants to do that, but that's, I'm not just resigning to the fact that I can't do that. I'm deciding that I will do that and I will do that before I'm even old. Like I want to be, I want to be done working by 35, honest, <laughs> honestly. Um, and I, I have picked a great woman to do that with Boston has a lot of work ethic and she loves to work and she loves to work nights and she likes to grind. She likes to make money and she likes to spend money just like I do, but she likes what she does in healthcare. She likes helping people. I um, mean, she likes that. And so for her, that's a very stable and a great, great profession to be in for both of us, because that means that she can get paid ridiculous amounts of money, pretty much anywhere she wants to go. And I don't have to work. We may live a little bit lower than how we might like, but at the same time, if we just want to live higher, I can still work. That's all right. Hey, it's okay. It's okay, dudes. Or I could figure out a way to do something like this and monetize it, even if that's something to just slightly improve our situation and give us a little bit extra cash flow for something we may want eventually. But regardless, um, you know, that's that's where I'm at with my life. That's what I want to do with my life is I don't want to work anymore. I really don't. And that's no hate towards where I'm working at right now or I've worked at before. Um, they've all been great learning experiences. They've all led me down the path of understanding that I just don't want to be a worker anymore. Um, I would like to be an adventurous and person that tries new things and the person that can do whatever they want with their time whenever they want to do so. Um, it also helps that, you know, recently my father has air quotes retired from the bank as well. He has decided that he is he doesn't need to work right now. He has paid off his house. He's made plenty of money. He lives a very comfortable life, him and my mother. And they have decided that her her money that she at her place that she works is enough for them to survive. And they can live off of that. And that is good enough for them. It's not glamorous. It's not a lot of money, but it's something they've done since they were 18. They've lived off of less money than what they make right now. They had three children by the time they were 21. So for them, it's actually an improvement in their life to only have one person working a job right now. Um, so for them, not having to provide for three children anymore allows them so much more money than what they were used to that they can just not both work anymore. And they are perfectly fine with that. And he has decided that, you know what? I don't need to work at the bank. I can be done with that. So for the next year, he is hanging out with his father who has recently retired and not saying that he's getting old. He's only like 58, maybe even 62. I don't know how old he is, but he's young. My grandfather's young, man. Um, so he's still got like 20, 30 years by <laughs> Ridgely standards of uh, living, of being healthy and still being able to do things. So he's got plenty of time, but they just wanted to spend time together now um, when they're both not in their prime, but both still healthy enough to do things that they want to do. Um, so 
seeing that has really also helped me uh, realize that, you know what? I'm right there with him. <laughs> you know, I would like to not have to go to a nine to five every day. I would like to not have the stress and the burden of, oh, I need to make money um, and I need to make it in this way. I would like to not have to do that. Um, and eventually that day will come. But I also understand I'm also being realistic of that day is not today and that day is not anytime soon. So I am comfortable with where I am and I make enough money where I am that it'll be fine. Um, however, I also am still keeping that tucked in the back of my head that this isn't the end goal. I am not, this isn't where I'm done. <laughs> I still have greater plans. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good episode. What do you guys think? Um, that's a good one back, right? It's a good one back. Um, I feel good. I feel happy to be back here. Um, I hope everybody has had a good life so far in 2022. Everybody is prospering as much as they can. And hopefully you're not spending too much money on gas. Because <laughs> it's rough out there, am I right? It's not it's not a great time. No. Uh, but, you know, I appreciate everybody coming in and stopping by. Um, I would like to also keep everybody informed of what's happening with this podcast. Um, just in case you are a normal listener. Um, just to let you know. I'm going to be working on getting some sponsorships for this podcast just to kind of see where it goes and what kind of money it can make. Um, it's all right, Murph. It's okay, dudes. Um, so if you start hearing some uh, mid-rolls, maybe even some... I don't really want to do some pre-rolls just because I like the cold open. Um, so <clears throat> there might be some middle-of-the-podcast ad reads that I may do. Uh, there may be some uh, mid-rolls that pull in on their own and are injected into my podcast. There could also be some stuff at the end. So uh, if you could listen to those, that's great. Um, regardless, as long as you tune into my podcast and download it, that really is all that I need, I think, for sponsorships. But I'll let you know when I start doing sponsorships how that uh, numerics work. Um, but just kind of toying around with different ways of making money because you know i kind of did shill my patreon for a long time at the beginning of this podcast but uh absolutely zero people have <laughs> joined it so uh i don't think that's a good avenue currently um it's not a great place to onboard people it's more of a place of this has been here and i have a following so let me build this um to allow you to, um enjoy more of me so for now, the Patreon's there if you want to use it, but I'm not going to be talking about it um, as a serious place for you to be. Um, it's definitely just something as supported support if you wish, but uh, I'm going to be working on some sponsorships for the podcast and seeing how that goes. So if you're anti-sponsorships, um, um, that's just silly, so I don't know why you are. <laughs> um, but regardless, you know, I appreciate everybody being here anyways um, and supporting me however they can. Um, but I think that's that's been a bit that's been a good one, uh, and I'll catch you guys in two weeks, give or take. Um, got some Nashville. I don't honestly don't plan on recording at all any kind of a video or anything like that during Nashville. But some things may come up. We'll see. Uh, but that being said, I do appreciate you coming in. Have a great day. Enjoy your afternoon. Have a great evening, and uh, I'll catch you all next time. Bye, guys.
恐怖は敵であり味方でもある。